Hello, everyone, and welcome back to One Drink In. We are so excited for our second episode, and we also wanted to say thank you guys for all your feedback on our first one, and also for everyone who's been sharing it and sending us DMs. It means the world to us. Yeah, thank you guys, and make sure to hit the subscribe button. All right, let's get into (laughs) it. Yeah, that's what I said. Are you ready for Miami? Yeah. So, guys, we're going to Miami, getting away for a weekend. Yes. Going to visit our boyfriends. <laughs> Just kidding. We don't have costumes, though. We have no idea what to dress up as. Zero idea. So, it will be a surprise <laughs> to us and, and to you, you guys <laughs> on what we're going to be. I'm trying to even think back at some of my past costumes. I don't even remember really. Oh, last year I was something basic. I was just like a little devil in a cute Perfect. red dress and was pretty basic nothing too crazy i feel like i got all of my like slutty halloween costumes out of the way at a young age wait what were you <laughs> and by a young age i mean high school um just picture mean girls high school and halloween that was us there was one year when we dressed up it was a group of eight of us we dressed up as slutty nursery rhyme characters so <laughs> like the little corset dresses with thigh high stockings and we were like 15 16 years old going to high school dressed like this so embarrassing what'd your parents think oh (laughs) they didn't know because I wore sweatpants and a sweatshirt (laughs) and then changed in the car so that they wouldn't see my outfit (laughs) I'm sorry mom and dad I need photos of all this we'll post our old Halloween costumes on our stories (laughs) anyways Chloe what were you in the past so last year I just did like 70s glam I actually ripped my pants in the middle of a club. <laughs> Didn't great. even know it, and I just felt a slight breeze. Also, was a genie in a bottle one year in middle middle school. Elementary school, I think it was. I went to a Catholic school, and Annie is the queen of Halloween costumes. She would make all my costumes, and so I was a genie in a bottle. Going to church in a crop top. Probably frowned upon now that I oh, really wow. think about it, but really? um, just a we little... started at a young age yeah. with the slutty costumes, and then I think my worst costume was probably the bunny costume that I ended up very going... Very cute and basic. Yeah, like very, you, know, you can get the visual. And I was talking to somebody, I ended up you know, hanging out with them that night and doing the walk of shame on the L the next morning <laughs> in my bunny costume with this homeless man just staring at me we from across that. the way. Halloween yeah. walk of shames are honestly so some of the worst. Yeah. At last year, actually, I was in LA. Um, I was at a different point in my life, too. <laughs> that was last year. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like mentally, um, I had just, I mean, we were coming off the breakup and I needed to get out of Chicago and do something fun. So it was a nice little distraction, but definitely in a better place this year. You had just gotten out of a relationship. How was that? Were you okay? Were you sad? Were you happy? Like what emotions were you going through? Cause I feel like breakups are really hard. Yeah. And everybody handles them very differently too. Yeah. You know, some people are like open to feeling the feels and some people can put it away for a while. Yeah. Um, I feel like with me, my burners were a little bit off and can you explain the burners? You've mentioned yeah. it to me before and I think it's pretty interesting. Yeah. So I explained that, you know, when you're cooking, you have four burners or more, but usually four and typically they need to be balanced all at the same time. And when one or two burners are a little bit off, they're overflowing, they're empty. That's when you kind of feel uneasy, unhappy. Me personally, you know, so you have your friends, your family, your relationships and your work. And you can, 
everybody can relate here probably to know, okay, yeah, my work life was off or my family life was off or my relationships were off. Yeah. And it really like, it really gets to you. And mine happened to be my relationship burner was felt feeling really empty with the one burner of the relationship without getting too into detail. That's kind of what triggered my mental health to be in a really poor state. And that's where I think when you're in a relationship and your mental health is not in a good state, Mm -hmm. it can really affect the relationship because that's when you're lacking something and you're trying to fill a void Mm -hmm. and you become say, like I could say I was being needy yeah, because I needed that affection that Everything stems from childhood or experience <laughs> or trauma oh, yes. at the end of the day, right? For and sure. Okay, so um, when you were feeling this way, like, what did you do to cope? Like, how did you bounce back? Like, when you were just, like, in this darker place, like, yeah. what did you do? So I can honestly say I'm, like, a very, very happy person, uh-huh. and it didn't make any sense to me. I have everything that I could ever want. There is no reason for me to be depressed at all. For whatever reason, it was a chemical imbalance that was happening. And I got to the point where I would just cry all the time. And it wasn't even over the breakup. It was just my state of being. I didn't want to do anything. And the way that my therapist explains it is that my serotonin levels were kind of out of whack, right? Like Mm -hmm. you're, these things that used to bring you happiness are now gone and you have to replace them. And by that, I mean, I needed to do something because it was affecting my life in other ways. And I went to my therapist and my psychiatrist and he's like, yeah, it's, it's t- a temporary fix, Yeah, but let's get you back to a good place. And I did get on some antidepressants and it definitely helped. Sometimes you need a little bit of help, at right. least for me. Did you have your therapist before all of this was happening? So I did get the therapist afterward. The therapist was able to listen to what I had to say and give me actionable plan of here's what we should try to get you out of this rut. And so he gave me a few action, actionable items, what I could do. And it did help. What were some of like those actionable items that you did or that he like told you to do? My biggest issue is I would never leave the house. And I don't, I don't know why. I know it's weird. Like you were just like so depressed. You didn't want to leave the house. Or I would you never just like, leave you the didn't house. like leaving the house. I would never leave. I would sit there. This is so sad. I'm not actually a sad person, guys. I mean, it's permanent or how you'll always be, but I think you don't want to leave the house. You don't want to do anything, Mm -hmm. but it's like, okay, so how did you get out of that space? Yeah. So he told me to journal every day. So if you were ever tempted to text someone and say, this is how I feel, like whether it's the ex or you wanted to vent to someone, he's like, write it out, journal it every day, how you're feeling. And It really helped. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. so simple, but you can just tell how you're feeling and you can write it out and you feel a lot better. Uh, When was this? This was last year? Yeah, this was last year. I mean, it definitely took me a while to get to a good place. I did a lot of journaling. I'm all about the secret, the law of attraction. I will say, personally, the antidepressants did help me. It Mm -hmm. made me a little bit numb in the beginning, but I at least stopped just being so emotional all over the place. Yeah, (laughs) and and that's fun to be around. Like, I would say for me, medications... I struggled with them. I think it's totally okay to take them if it works for you. For me, it just did not work. Like I had tried so many and I felt numb. It fixed like one part of my life, but then caused other issues in other ways and just like made me a little bit like like, a robot, like a robot almost. Wait, how 
Were you on the anti? Are you you were on antidepressant or medication for your accident? Yeah, so it was mostly like anti-anxiety. A lot of my mental health issues were based on obviously like trauma and like having PTSD, and then also the physical injuries that I had. The pain that I had physically started to like affect my mental health. That mm-hmm. took a toll on me, such an emotional way that I like never even understood before. Do you so, want to get into that? Yeah, we can. It's such a long story that I like. <laughs> okay, but not to get so into it because it's seriously the longest story and I'll definitely do an episode on it eventually. So three years ago, I was in a really bad accident. I don't think it's so weird to even say. When I say it out loud, it like doesn't sound real, but I was walking to work and I was hit by a bus and oh pretty much when I was hit, it had dragged me underneath it. And mm. a lot of people, I think, thought that I lost consciousness and I didn't really remember it and I just woke up in the hospital but I mean I guess blessing in disguise I didn't have like any head or brain injury so I remembering the whole thing I never passed out I have chills right now (laughs) literally chills so no I just remembered the whole thing and being underneath the bus that to me was the scariest moment of my life what I thought fear was I didn't understand it until I was physically underneath that bus thinking this was it I'm gonna die and so for me remembering that moment is what was so triggering I would have like flashbacks to that and so I mean obviously after that I was in the hospital for a while I was in a wheelchair and I had a lot of surgeries and injuries that I was dealing with and so I think a lot of that was physical pain was really hard to just wrap my head around understanding is this going to be permanent am I always going to have these or is it going to go away like when is it going to get better and so that started to take a toll on my mental health and then along with like the PTSD and all of that it was just a combination of so many things because it broke your back right sorry to yeah like I had spinal fractures and oh my then my pelvis was like completely I guess fractured open it's so hard to explain but so I mean and yeah I spent a lot of time in a wheelchair not being able to do anything and you're just I felt like trapped almost you lose your sense of purpose you're not going to work anymore so I just was in this like really dark place but I was also on a lot of meds and I was on a lot of painkillers so like those were Mm. making me really high and happy and then I would like suddenly get low and down again so for that first year it was such a blur I don't know how people dealt with me what gave you like motivation to move so well I was very motivated to get out of my wheelchair I will say that that I was like I will do anything to walk again start doing all that again and since I wasn't going to work I was only doing physical therapy my only focus was getting better pretty much how do I eat healthy how do I what vitamins do I need to take what do I need to do to get off all these meds and so that's like when I started journaling really practicing gratitude and just finding ways to kind of like deal with it in a healthier way because I knew I wanted to get off these meds I was on so many and I was like there's no way all of this is like good for me Mm -hmm. and I mean obviously painkillers are addicting so I was like I don't want to get to that point right but I really wanted to get off of them and I'm really really good about like self-care back then and now under the (laughs) self-help Uh, how now under the self-help how category just so we're really clear sorry I didn't we mean literally to, went from either. like walk of shame <laughs> to cool mental health sorry hi guys that. welcome to the podcast <laughs> so yeah what you're off these medication how did you said you were journaling a lot yeah I mean the next big thing that you're like so this the, is what I want to do to like help yeah cure. so I knew that physical pain was like a big trigger for me that is just like a constant reminder of the accident to me so anytime I was in physical pain it was an automatic trigger and so that was when I was like okay what can I do to get better physically without being on meds and it was just really doing workouts and I would do warm water therapy and like cupping and dry needling anything that helped with physical pain I just would try it and do everything and eventually like I did get off like the pain meds and stop taking them 
The other thing I was doing was going to a therapist. I would go once a week, I think, and that helped for sure. But I mean, for you, I mean, did therapy help a lot for you? Was that a big thing? It was just talking through. That was my thing was like, I just needed someone I could talk to without like judgment and like I didn't want to burden everyone else yeah. like okay I could go to her and like talk about it as much as I want because it was something that was constantly on my mind you're like take my money here are my feelings right literally. <laughs> so journaling therapy what and then I do? went to the extreme <laughs> so okay so during this time the other thing that really motivated me was I just like listened to a lot of podcasts yeah. I mean I was home all the time so what I, podcast did you like oh my god okay so I really liked Tim Ferriss Lewis yeah, House the him and her podcast was kind of my guilty mm-hmm. pleasure one, but they also bring on a lot of really good guests, mm-hmm. which brought me to, I think it was Aubrey Marcus, who Love. maybe had been the first one I really heard talk about. It. I mean, I had heard about ayahuasca before, yeah. but it was through podcasts that I like, really heard these big people talking about it, and I got very into it, and I was like, I'm going to do ayahuasca. I need this. It's gonna- what is ayahuasca? <laughs> so it's like a tea. Like I keep hearing about it, I know. But I don't it was like this know, sacred like, ritual like. that they used to do that was supposed to have like these healing powers. So it's like... It's, yeah, it's or like a like it's like a drug, pretty much. Okay, okay, okay. I'm like paint the picture, but like here not. I mean, it kind of makes you like hallucinate a mm-hmm. little. I mean, everyone's experience yes. is different, but it's supposed to be really healing for people who've done like I had anything like traumatic. There's like a lot of different reasons people would do it. For me, it was like mostly just to deal with the trauma and like experience that. So I made it like a goal for me that I'm gonna go to Peru and <sighs> go and find a shaman and do ayahuasca. You literally just went to Peru for this. That was like the only reason I went to Peru. I had I would not have gone to Peru if it wasn't for Ayahuasca. And you went alone. Yeah, <laughs> that's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, that was my birthday present to myself last December. So it was like but, a retreat. Yeah. Um, kind of, or what? You can do like a retreat. I didn't do a full week there. I just did like okay. one night there and then made a trip out of it and just explored other parts of Peru. We should get into like what that experience was like. Ayahuasca. Do you want to get into it now or like do it later? Definitely. Yeah, I'll definitely talk about that eventually. But I mean, I, I loved that experience and I would do it again. I kind of want to do it. You should. <laughs> well, I don't know. You, but you have I to should be tell like you at a certain it. place with a shaman. You can't just like do it at your house, right? Yeah, I don't think it's legal in the U.S. Oh. Um. <laughs> so we're talking about doing illegal things. This is episode two of Welcome. doing illegal things. Yeah, I mean it's legal. I'm <laughs> sorry, guys. Okay, but yeah, so I did that, and then that like was helpful in certain aspects of my life, and just things that I was dealing with. But I'm just one of those people who's like very open to trying anything. I'm very woo-woo and you're kind of the same yeah, way, right? Yeah. yeah. We're both we're woo-woo. Like, whatever is going to help at this point. Yeah. Let's do it. I'm into all of that. But I think it's just like finding what works for you and knowing that it's okay whatever you're going through and that most likely other people are dealing with the same thing. It's just yeah. not as talked about as much. No. And now we're it's open kind of about it. Yeah, we are. But now I think people are getting better about talking about mental health. Yeah. I think it's hard to talk about. Yeah. Because you don't like and people when get embarrassed, social, I think. Like, when you're on social like media, stigma, but right? It's a highlight reel. And so yeah. everyone, you see everyone that's super happy, and there's a lot more going on behind the scenes. Right. And I think probably we just see the happy reels and yeah. not necessarily the depressed reels. Okay, holy shit, you guys. We just went off on, like, a total tangent there. But, I mean, it is Mental Health Month, so yeah. that that could be our time. So hopefully this helped. Yeah, hopefully we didn't. <laughs> also, thanks for listening to our therapy session. Okay, you guys, before we wrap up, we are going to answer some questions that we got sent in last week. So, Chloe, do you want to go through the question? Yeah, so the first question was regarding virtual dating. Now that we're all single and <laughs> dating online or through dating apps. Okay, so the question is, would you rather be flown out to his city? For a first date. For a first date. Okay. Or 
Would you rather him come to your city so that you're more comfortable and in your territory? This and is, what are the expectations? Ooh, okay. This is interesting <laughs> to me because when I got flown out, a lot of people were like, he should be coming to you. Like, why are you going to a man? Like, he needs to come to you. And I was like, what? No, I want someone to fly me out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, then if I'm getting flown out there, what are the expectations? I mean... I agree with you. I'd rather be flown out mainly because I don't want the stress of trying to figure out what the date night looks like. I think it's great if you're going to come to the guy's city and he's going to take care of all Plan the accommodations. Yeah, like <laughs> prove to me that this is where I need to be. Where are we going to dinner? Let me meet your friends. La la la. But the expectation, I think everybody's a little all over the place. I know you don't have to sleep with him. If he flies you out, you don't have to sleep with him. That's my thought. But do you sleep but, in the same bed or do you ask yeah. to get like a hotel or do you stay with the guy? Yeah, this is interesting. I mean, I guess if I'm into comfortable him, with. if I'm flying out, I'm into him. I'm into him enough where I am. We've been talking enough where there's like yeah. chemistry and you yeah. want to be in the same apartment as him. Maybe same Like bed. it's nice if they have, again, to the point, a second bedroom so you can get ready and everything in there. <laughs> wow. These are big ballers all of a sudden. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I don't think... I guess we need to ask a guy next week what their yeah. expectations are if mm-hmm. they fly us. Because I think as a girl, don't feel mm-hmm. bad not sleeping with them. Mm-hmm. But also, if you want to sleep with them, then sleep with them. Like, who cares? who cares? If you're into them. But I want to hear what guys expect if they're flying you out, right? No, that's a really good point. Guys, I want to hear what you think if yeah, you fly let a girl us know out. If you fly what a girl out. What the expectations out. are. Yeah, because I think I would rather much do that. Then. Same. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week.